Let's go now to a very, very cold Germany, where our Europe correspondent is based, Thomas Sparrows, political correspondent for Deutsche Welle, based in Berlin. And it is chilly, I understand, Thomas. Welcome. Thank you very much. It is very chilly indeed, especially today as me, but not only me, hundreds of thousands of people across the country were outside protesting against the far right. I was reporting on those protests and believe me, it was absolutely freezing. How many turned out? Tell me a little more about the the motivation and the mobilisation of the protest. Here in Berlin, about 100,000 people gathered outside the federal parliament, but in total across Germany, an estimated 1.4 million people demonstrated and they were basically protesting against the far-right party here in Germany. It's called Alternative for Germany. And especially after it was revealed that members of the Alternative for Germany far-right party met in November with extremists to plan a so-called master plan to deport millions of foreigners from Germany if they come to power. And that meeting that was held in November happened just a few kilometers away from where the Nazis in 1942 planned the final solution. So that meeting by extremists here in Germany to plan the mass deportation of foreigners is something that brought back very painful memories of Germany's difficult past. And that actually meant that 1.4 million people across the country went out to the streets today to say that this cannot happen again. Could you clarify that the the million um, people that they are talking about, we recall there was a great uh, wave of immigration under the former Chancellor Angela Merkel, um, asylum seekers in particular from some of the dreadful conflicts that have troubled this century. Uh, Is that the people that we're talking about here? What exactly is being proposed by those who want to see people sent away? So the Alternative for Germany party is not in power in in Germany. Um, It is now polling around 22% in the polls. It's the second most popular party in the polls. Uh, But it is a party that grew in particular because of that wave of migrants that you mentioned in 2015 and 2016. And it became more popular in Germany, especially among those who are against the arrival of refugees to the country. Migration has been for them the biggest topic since they were formed a decade ago. And the fact that now it has been revealed that they met with extremists, with businessmen, with other politicians as well, to discuss this master plan at a time when they're actually growing in the polls is something that, as I already mentioned, meant that many people had to go to the streets to say that basically they are the majority and that they are against uh, those policies defended by Alternative for Germany. By the way, Alternative for Germany, the actual leadership of the party, distanced itself a bit from that uh, from that meeting. Uh, they say it was a private meeting attended only by politicians from the party in a private capacity, but this is still basically sparked a huge controversy here in Germany about the issue of migration and very particularly about those who were arrived. And to answer your question, Alternative for Germany, the politicians that were there, do refer to these particular people that are coming to the country. But not only that, the the millions of people that they wanted to deport to a, a nondescript African country, they didn't say the name, also included, by the way, what they described as non-assimilated Germans. So Basically, what they're trying to say with that is that they would like a country that is, say, very homogeneous and not uh, a heterogeneous country like Germany is trying to see now. 
It's not the only disruptions in public life at the moment. There's been a rail strike. What else is happening? There's been a rail strike a few days ago that actually meant that hundreds of thousands of people who were actually trying to go from one part to the next in the country were stranded. There's also been a very, very big farmers' protest here with tractors from all over the country traveling to Berlin to block some of the main streets and protest in front of parliament. That protest is basically because of uh, subsidy cuts, uh, concerns by experts and by authorities is that the protest was infiltrated by the far right. And basically what all these protests are saying is that uh, basically Germany is facing what some experts are describing as a winter of discontent. And that has to do also with the fact that many from the farmers to even many people in other parts of society are not very happy about the way the government has been managing its issues. And you probably heard that at the end of last year, the German government faced a massive budget crisis when a court in Germany basically decided that Germany's budget, that the government's budget was not legally sound. So basically that they had massive problems. And that has meant that the German government has had to announce cuts a lot of savings, and this has meant that different parts of society, and in particular now the farmers, are basically protesting in, in force. There are more protests planned, and there's a lot of concern about what this actually means this year. It's an important year in Germany with regional elections, and it's an important year in Europe as well with European Parliament elections. What's caused this situation, this fiscal situation? Germany, of course, has been Europe's economic powerhouse for many years now. Is this the same economic hangover from the pandemic that many are dealing with? Inflation um, uh, being battled, for example, or is it something else? It's a bit of everything. So it is indeed that Germany was affected, as many countries around the world, by the coronavirus pandemic. It also has to do with Germany's uh, energy crisis, which was a result of the war in Ukraine, and in particular Germany's dependence on Russian energy, something that they had to change very drastically once the war began. But it also has to do with more homegrown problems of the German government. They wanted to basically move uh very big amount of money from a coronavirus relief fund to fund other priorities, for example, Germany's climate transition. And it was the court that then decided that it was illegal to basically move those emergency funds from the coronavirus pandemic to treat and deal with other problems. And that basically left a 60 billion euro hole in Germany's budget, which has meant that the government has had to announce a wide ranging number of basically areas in which they have to save money, which they have to announce cuts. And that's why, in part, we're seeing now this, as experts describe it, this, this budget mess, which is leading also to people going to the streets and saying that the situation basically has to change. And how is Germany's chancellor uh, dealing with this? It depends who you ask. There's, there have been reports asking where the chancellor is, because you haven't actually seen the chancellor be at the forefront of this, trying to say, uh, what the priorities are trying to deal with this. If you ask the government, on the other hand, they basically say that they're dealing with it, that they're trying to find compromises on the areas where they have to cut, where they have to uh, make changes. So it depends where you see it. What we can say from polls that have been released is that the German government is facing also a popularity crisis. The German chancellor has very bad popularity ratings. The German government as a whole has very bad popularity ratings. And this is something that is obviously a matter of concern at a very difficult time when Germany, and not only Germany, but Europe, are facing 
parallel crises. We have the impact of the war in the Middle East, the impact of the war in Ukraine, all these local problems as well at a time also when there are important elections coming up. So there are those who are saying that this is definitely a very significant but also a very difficult year for Germany. You will keep us well informed about it. Thank you, Thomas Sparrow, political correspondent for Deutsche Welle. He's based in Berlin.